like um dex he has that thing that we see with romantic comedy male leads um where they're like conflict like hamlet level conflicted uh, with choice and so because they're conflicted with choice to be or not to be a whore? <laughs> romantic podcast in the country yeah i said it starring cupid yes it exists and we've been on the air and we've been doing it for you and you and you and you everyone that finds this and decides that they're willing to stay we do it for you and we are a podcast where we talk about fictional couples couples of your dreams and nightmares some of you from popular movies and tv shows talking you through it once again and every week it's your boy zamararex nothing more nothing less from the east not the west tender like chicken breast how's it going lovers how you doing are you is it going okay are you winning <laughs> i'm using this uh short space in the intro to tell you guys that things are not so hot for me it's I can't remember what I said last week but I imagine that everything that I complained about didn't get better but hey that was the past week we're over that now we're here in new spirits and high spirits in high spirits i'm sorry that's a joke i can't even really tell anyway before we crack on with the upcoming week we have this lovely episode to get through a wonderful episode lovers it's <laughs> today i bring a film so extremely mid that it took a few discussions in the Star and Cupid head offices to determine whether or not I actually really, really like this movie. I mean, listen, lessons are way more important than how much you are entertained or invested. So, as a as a lesson focused podcast, we're gonna focus on. The lessons we get from this we're not going to talk about or we have to talk about how entertained we were so don't be shocked by the rest of this this is yeah i'm referring to none other than rachel and dex from something borrowed how do i best describe this movie and ultimately this couple they're both delayed misses. <laughs> Honestly, truthfully, there's just mm, so much delaying and so much, it's not cute chaos is what I'll tell you. And there's a lot of redeeming qualities in this movie, enough redeeming qualities for me to want to dedicate an entire episode to. Um, if I were only going to focus on the specific love story that is presented to us, then maybe this episode would suck. Maybe it would get boring because, ugh, yikes. <laughs> However, we are blessed with a really interesting friendship dynamic in this movie. It's the classic, hey, I'm in love with my friend's fiance dilemma that I, I think we haven't had in movies made since that oh, since the 2000s right now we're in that awkward era i really have deemed it the awkward era because that's the best way to describe it um so yes we're gonna have to use this mid movie to talk about a, a very strange dilemma in friendship so i've seen and a weird thing that happens in love and where we can draw the lines or at least 
sketch them. Unfortunately, I am not my own best friend. So I couldn't do this episode alone. I've invited the apple of my pastry pie, the glue to my lashes, the love of my life, my best Pisces sun friend. <laughs> I've invited my best friend, um, Aniqua, <laughs> to come through and help me really dissect this coiled and not really linking love triangle. Fun fact for those of you that do not know me well, I'm so sorry for what I'm about to upload to you. Um, fun fact, Aniqua and I have been friends since preschool. I've known her probably since I was six, yes. And we live in the same place, so I see her all the time. I We have so much access to one another. I think we have seen each other at every fundamental point of our like our lives and like the journey through childhood and whatever and when i say the love of my life i mean it i've we've spoken about it plenty of times um we cannot separate we simply <laughs> we've beaten so many odds we've beaten we've beaten so many um school changes we've we've done too much she's seen too much and same with me so we've made a strong decision to just never part ever again and yeah she's bound to me for life <laughs> i'm glad you guys are gonna meet her because people that have met us people that know us individually and people that know us as pairs they, they say we're kind of similar. I don't see it. Um, I feel like I'm the more tame and kind of boring partner in this marriage. I'm not gonna lie. But sometimes people don't lie. So you guys will get to meet her and decide for yourselves in the short 30 minutes you have with us. But more importantly, you're going to hear her colorful commentary was what I would call it. Um, we're both super nuts for romance we love a good soppy rom-com we love a good theatrical romantic book i'm saying i'm saying a lot of things to say that we're both super nerds but yeah we're we're into that stuff even the kind that doesn't always end so well hence this film so let's get the show on the road first by looking at all the elements that went into making this movie, what it's all about. And then a little later, we dive into the couple slash throuple themselves. Yeah, <laughs> this is Rachel and Dex. This movie was directed by Luke Greenfield in very early 2011. <laughs> Greenfield is known for his work on movies like Let's Be Cops, The Girl Next Door, The Neighbors, and many others. I, <clears throat> I really don't know what to say about him. These are movies. <laughs> he makes movies. <laughs> Moving on. Something Barred was based on a book, which I honestly didn't know until I was researching for this episode. Um, I don't know how I missed it in the credits. Maybe I was just bored. I don't know, I'm, but it exists. The book was written by Emily Giffen. I, I'm not saying that I know every author that exists just because I worked in a library for a long time, but I've never heard of the, her work, like ever. But because I worked in a library for a very long time, I believe books always manage to beat their movie equivalent, except for Howl's Moving Castle. Both of those things are really great, really, really great. So I'm sure that Giffen's book 
maybe will make you appreciate the story more. The screenplay was adapted by Jennifer Snyder Ehrman. She has written for shows like Jane the Virgin, Rain, Gilmore Girls, and many others. Am I going to drag her for the script? I have to, but no, I have to. <laughs> there was nothing in it that was exceptional. Like, I don't like how the story unfolds and I don't like how they wrote certain characters because it was lazy. I don't know. I'm judging a lot for a person that cannot do better and that's like my whole thing. This whole podcast is someone judging when they cannot do better. Fine. But <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm going to speak more on it later and hopefully properly. But for now, it was okay with a few issues. There's also not much to be said about the music. Um, I feel like passable movies tend to have all of this in common. They, the story is kind of mid, the music is just kind of average. And it's really enough just to guide us through what's happening. What I do like about that though, when it comes to mid or like passable movies is that we get the sprinkling of fun pop culture hits, such as in Something Borrowed where we hear Push It. Fun song, fun, fun song. One surefire way to make your rom-com slap a little just a little harder is to just sprinkle in that a random hit from the 90s or even earlier than it's always it's always a black artist though always it has to be and it just works it adds this this other level of flavor that we really lost in the girls we like movies would be pretty mid and then in the middle, they just start playing like a song by Cool and the Gang. And then all of a sudden, you forget where you are and you're consumed by the funky rhythms. And beware those funky rhythms. Lovers, um, never allow a funky rhythm to convince you that you're enjoying a movie. It happens to me. I'm telling you to stop. But this is completely straying from the point. The cast. <laughs> Leading us is the lady of the hour. We have the tremendous Jennifer Goodwins as Rachel. Mm, guys, no lie. I absolutely adore this woman. <laughs> I love her to bits. Love her. She has been in some of my favoriteest projects, such as Why Women Kill Season 1, of course. Uh, Zootopia, Once Upon a Time, and What a Coincidence. She is one of the many leads from the season finale subject. Like, she's booked and busy. She's a working woman, and it makes sense because I feel like she's, she's a multi-talented person, you know? She, her ability to kind of be menacing and adorable in her voice alone it's worth my envy it really is i love her work i love to see her win if you see goodwin's name on a poster show up just go try it out for whatever she's doing voice physical act just go do it helping her through this ordeal and all these struggles we have our leading man beside her it's Colin Eglisfield I'm so sorry as Dix I assumed for a very long time that his full name is Dexter I just I can't believe you guys shortened Dexter to, it hurts it hurts to say I, I hate this nickname Eglisfield has 
been a booked and busy boy most of his life. He has been in projects such as Reprisal, Backtrace, Rizzolian Isles, Bachelors, Bad Moms. <sighs> the list continues. He's, he's okay. <laughs> he's okay. I truly have no outstanding opinion on him. Um... I wanted people to stop trying to convince me that he was hot because <clears throat> but other than those two things he's here and god bless <laughs> honorable mentions by virtue of this movie's premise uh i have to refer to the best friend characters first so that you understand like who we're talking about and also like it's about them, but is it about them? First up, we have Kate Hudson gracing us as Darcy. Listen, <laughs> I know that actors are just working and like they get into these roles, they research them sometimes, they, they're paid to do this. I understand that it's their job and there some of them are really good at it none of this that they're doing reflects on who they are in real life cool however when i watched this afterwards i was just i was just very sus i was very sus about how comfortable hudson was as darcy you know what i mean i'm not saying this is like a testimony to who she is i'm literally not saying that what i'm saying is it was really good work to the point where now I feel like she's at that level of annoyance, like that Darcy level. I just, I have no evidence, nor will I dig any up. I'm not trying to start a dialogue. I just, hear me out. We also have the wonderful, <laughs> lovely John Krasinski standing at six foot here as my boy Ethan. Now, when I first saw this movie, I don't think I'd started watching The Office yet. So, Jim, mm, you see, it's already like this. So John, I knew of John just as like a person. Um, he was an actor person who was funny. That's, that's all I knew of him. And it was also like 2011. There's a, there's a very huge difference between who Krasinski was then and what he is today. I, yes, but I've spoken about him on the show before in season one. Um, lovely work, lovely, lovely on-screen work here. I just, I find him so lovely. <laughs> one day... There'll be more to be said about this, but I just love him to death. <laughs> I really do. Cannot, cannot stress this enough. Plot. If you have never watched this movie, that's okay. <laughs> I'd be lying if I told you to go out of your way to see it. Because, yikes. Uh, I saw it when it was on Showmax, I think maybe a year or two ago and I decided that I should see it because I saw Jennifer Goodwin of course of course and now that it's off Showmax I'm not really sure it's worth looking for I don't I don't think you should have to jump through hurdles to see this because you can you can live without it so I'd say watch it if it's available to you maybe they, they they don't play this on TV as often. I don't remember it being a regular on ETV, but just if you if you can see it. If you have seen this movie and you can't really recall what happens, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Here is a summary. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm actually cracking my back. Trouble in friendship paradise strikes when a woman finds herself helplessly in love with a man engaged to be married to her best friend 
emotional turmoil consumes her. Does she choose her friend or does she choose this man? Spoiler alert, the best friend is a horrible person. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of spoilers from here on out. Nothing but spoilers. It, it's what we have to do. It's really tough to talk about a couple without having to share the secrets, clouding their secret, supposed secret relationship. You see, that's a spoiler. Anyway, I'm speaking to Aniqua and she can't really talk about something unless we've both seen it. So it's just spoilers, wire wire. Otherwise, I think I'm dumping on this movie really, really hard. But the honest truth is, it's a good story. It's a hypothetical scenario that I'm sure relationship to loves to worry and obsess over. But yeah, guys, like what if my best friend fell in love with my man? <laughs> I'm not laughing because that does happen to some people not to invalidate anyone's heartbreak. But it's just wow i do however enjoy how this movie decides to explore that story and how the decisions that they made compared to movies like it they give it that why aren't you just together energy that i usually project onto couples in movies because really there's nothing more annoying than watching people hold back all this affection and love for themselves in situations like this I literally i just want to push them and this also gives us a chance to touch on friendship and kind of the intersections where friendship and love meet and what we have to do when we reach those intersections you know what i'm saying i don't know a better person for this job than annie annie <laughs> Annie, you'll meet her and it was so great having her here and speaking to her i i wa i thought about issuing warnings but i don't know i don't know what to censor i don't know what to prepare you for it's not bad but <laughs> anyway so sit back and hold on to your cafe lattes and relax you know just Listen to us as we dissect the highs and lows of Rachel and Dex. Yeah. Hi, Annie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I don't like the fact that you're looking at me. <laughs> this is not nerve-wracking, but this is nerve-wracking. It's truly nerve-wracking. It's, it's like it's like we're two virgins <laughs> getting to know each other. Yeah. Again. <laughs> is that's exactly what it is like. But you're here today not only because of like uh, content creator bias that is me just inviting my friends whenever I want yes, and uh, using them as guests. You're here today to speak about a movie that do we like it? Oh, it's near and dear to me because I was delusional enough to once like it <laughs> which is which is my, my first question is what do you like so much about something borrowed or maybe just the people in it or what don't maybe you maybe you dislike it how do you feel about this movie um with liking it I think I remember liking it because of how it ended with how the girl the second like the underdog basically the underdog the underdog got the got the guy mm. but then i'm a bit grown now i'm like why didn't this guy just choose her in the first place why did he have to first call and get best friend yeah i know oh that's also allowed because like okay i'm gonna understand i understand i'm sorry you know so i'm thinking now that i'm grown i was like uh was this guy just trying to double dip was he trying to have there was an the easier best solution. of both worlds? Because if he really wanted her, he would have just gone mm. and done it. Mm. But he was confused. Confu <laughs> con that word, confused. <laughs> I'm confused too. <laughs> <laughs> Go was your kiss. 
you get you get to a certain age where the, the shit that you used to love it doesn't bang as hard and i think this this movie fell trapped to that like you you get older or maybe you also start being in romantic relationships and you realize that actually yeah it's it's not all sugar spice and everything nice it, it it's actually mud sad everything wild everything <laughs> wild but for better or for worse we like this movie we like it enough to have an episode about it we like it enough that i'm okay with watching it again mm. but this time around i judge i judge and rachel judge. i judge rachel so hard i judge dex and i feel sorry for ethan so sorry for ethan so sorry Darcy, I don't care about. Dar- Darcy can go to <laughs> Darcy can just keep living her life elsewhere. Mm. But speaking of these wonderful characters from this wonderful movie, um, the bulk or like the core story behind this is about. I want to call it a love triangle, but it doesn't feel like it has enough links to be a whole triangle. But it's a love triangle. I love V. I love V more than anything. It's always it's always a love V until people are by and are going within each other. Yeah, yeah, yes. Be a triangle. <laughs> but I I feel like this movie the story is designed for us to look at the friendship between Rachel and Darcy more than the relationship between Rachel and Dex. Darcy's meant to be a best friend, like they have an interesting definition of best friend when it comes to Darcy. Like what mm-hmm. she does mm-hmm. doesn't actually constitute. It does. With, with Darcy, it feels like um, she's the, 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 the she's the, she's the master of the house. And and is that really? A, we can argue. Is that really a friendship when it feels like someone is running all over you? Like I feel like the the writers made her to be this person that is like. Should you feel sorry? For a best friend like this, that it feels like they deliberately did it like that, and they delivered. If the message was we shouldn't because we don't, we, we really we feel no sympathy for Darcy. She like, made her, her bed and she has to lay in it. Well, actually, technically, Rachel could have made the bed because Darcy wouldn't lift a finger. <laughs> but even though we can all agree that Darcy's like a bad person, I still feel like. They set us up to make it easier for us to side with Rachel and like agree with what Rachel is doing when we both we both personally agree that Rachel didn't she didn't have to struggle for this long she should she shouldn't have settled for this long how how do you feel about these two and what happened with them besides the blatant writer's bias like you said how they really really painted um the rachel as the one we should be empathizing with yes. and feeling for and how oh, darcy rachel. was the scum of the earth <laughs> rachel i think rachel wanted to be there she really either didn't have friends or she was so obsessed with with darcy's shine she stayed she stayed when she didn't have to like we stay when we don't have to yeah <laughs> and we stay because we i don't know are, are we masochists do we like the pain? <laughs> we like the pain. <laughs> I mean, I think it's tough for people to leave when they're feeling pain now all of a sudden. But I always I always want to believe that with friendship it's different. Like I want to believe that once you see within a friendship bar, no man, this person is taking me for a ride. I want to believe that you will just snap out of it and but time time and time again we've been shown Snap, snap, Thanos is the only one who snapped and did the things. Otherwise, we, as humans, we're basic. We don't snap and, like, realize. We don't snap on time. It takes us forever. It takes us forever. And by that time where we, like, wake up and smell the coffee, we're... It's years now. (laughs) It's years. You're, like, wondering, why did I waste all this time and energy? Mm. Like, I could have had someone so much better, but I put myself through this. And I think it's like it's like um, 
with Rachel and Darcy, mm. it's like Darcy would give a, a little bit of hope. Hope, yes. J- just to keep every time she mm. pushed Rachel too far, mm. she sprinkled some hope that I can be a better friend. I'm doing this. Thing. I'm trying. <laughs> I can be. And then two weeks later, she's back to Clockwork. There's a scene with that perfectly illustrates what you're talking about. I can't remember the song they're dancing to, oh. but I remember Darcy was over for some stupid thing. I don't know. I think she was having a, a sad moment. Mm-hmm. And um, they have that moment. Push it real good. Push it. Yes, I remember. Okay. Um, that, that's that sprinkling of hope that she gives. She, it's like... Um, it's a moment where the writers are like, no, listen, guys, they could be good friends. Just look at this cuteness. Exactly. Like, they're like, oh, here's the propaganda. Here's the <laughs> friendship propaganda. Look at them. They get along. Mm, they have they, little routines. They have they memories. Practice. Like, it's not all darkness and shades and shadows. But look like, at this light we're showing you. Guys, what's... It's... I don't think I like when they do that because um it's that thing it's that thing of just a few minutes of love and maybe like affection are enough to make up for all the times you let me down all the times you did this 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 and i think that's like i think that's why it annoys me that her cutting point was dex like you mean to tell me after years of probably a very toxic friendship one-sided friendship it's that megazella culture it's that um I don't know, is that love one? conquers all? What yes. is this? Ugh. Meanwhile, love is conquering you because this person is not caring about you and you're stuck with all these feelings, this turmoil of mm. does this person hate me? Mm. Do they love me? Do they care for mm. me? Because it feels like they don't. The things they do mm. and blatantly show me all the time. But this person's not in yeah, it like, for me. If someone only brings you emotional turmoil, stress, just stress, stress, <laughs> stress, what are you leaving? What are you holding on to? <laughs> and I don't know, man. I feel like if 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 Rachel had tried to just make new friendships, mm. she would have actually had new friends. Or Ethan Abekon, a solid, solid, solid man, a good friend. Yeah. Like even before the romance part, he was just a solid friend, and I was like, why don't she just find more friends like Ethan? Exactly, she was capable. At the same time, I feel like Udarsi might have also prevented that. She was also isolating Rachel because she needed all the attention. She, she needed all the friendship. Needed all the attention to be on her, and possibly the second at any time Rachel might have made a friend, she would have tried to mon- monopolize her time. Mm. So that this friendship wouldn't blossom. Yeah, so yeah. Written like that though. Ish. But the actual people at the heart of the story mm. are not these friends. Even though they are very much a huge part of it. And I'm glad we got to let people know that this friendship was important. Mm. Bad, but important. The actual story here is between Rachel and Dex. And they're relationship relationship starts pretty soon in the very like early on in the movie usually in movies where um a friend like somebody there's a there's another movie that's like this my best friend's wedding oh usually like this stuff this kind of romantic stuff it takes a long time to get to it in a movie Mm. but they they gave it to us pretty soon which i thought in the beginning would be a great thing i thought oh well now since the ball is already rolling we don't have to we get to see something new first we're not spending an hour suffering because like these people just have tension and they're not doing anything about Mm. it but i feel like if the ball rolled and then it dragged on like a ball in the chain it dragged on like and it got a bit pointless yes yes i just felt like what they, we were just, they, they, they were just dilly-dallying just to fill up the space. Mm. I feel like um, Dax, he has that thing that we see with romantic comedy male leads mm. um, where they're like confli- like Hamlet-level conflicted uh, with choice. And so because they're conflicted with choice. To be or not to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they always have this dilemma and it's so annoying to me because it's just like a okay fine 
you thought you were in love with your fiance and now it turns out you're not confusion nation fine but do something now because like also like that like we said how Darcy was written to be a bad friend she was written to be a horrible fiance as well she was giving all the flags because at some point it felt like Darcy was only dating Dex because it was something Rachel wanted and only marrying him because it's something Rachel wants. She could hold over Rachel. Oh, I got your man, sis. I got your man's in the cups. Uh-huh. It was all about that. And but yes, fine, we've covered Darcy's a villain. Mm. But I feel like because he dragged his feet and because he did this stuff, I feel like Dex is also kind of a villain. Definitely. I think it's I think ten percent villainous that one. I feel like it was a bit selfish of him to like make make rachel not wait for him but also like wait on the sidelines and then also drag darcy through this mean when you could have cancelled the wedding everyone would have gotten their deposits back like everything would have been okay it doesn't matter that darcy is a horrible person fine but no one should be you could have been the better person and ended things on 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 another it would would never be a good note but end things the right way Mm. not have Rachel as a side piece for the rest of her life exactly sitting in the corner waiting for you to finally decide that she is the one for you like why did it take you so long to see Mm. it it's not like you don't spend time with this person it's not like you guys are around each other you feel this chemistry you understand the compatibility like you see it as well you guys have shit in common you know You, you, you get each other you like Bonnie and Clyde, but non, non-murderous and <laughs> non-bank robbing. <laughs> From a romantic Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, the romance kind of Bonnie and Clyde. Mm. But you make a choice and you just go for the best friend? <sighs> Why do you think characters like Dex like struggle with this? Because like... Maybe maybe it's because I'm yes, maybe it's because I've never been in a love the maybe I don't know what what pressures under a person when they have to kind of pick column A or column B. But why do you think they hesit why do you think they hesitate or they drag it on for so long? Like what what did he stand to lose with Darcy? I think it was a more of a a personal problem. Oh Dex mm. had a personal problem. I think his personal problem was that he he wasn't doing that this thing for himself. He was doing mm. it for the people. Oh. He was doing it because the people want a wedding. Yeah, Utasi was part of the people. She wanted this Ebemika. It, it, it was never for him. He was never in it. Mm. He might claim to have been in love, but he wasn't behaving like a man in love. He was behaving like a man who made a decision based on other people's opinions mm. and now it's eating him that he made the choice because he feels like he can't back out of it because now he's made promises and I quote like quoted promise guys a ring fine it's a promise mm-hmm. it's a promise it's but a promise it's not a guarantee <laughs> <laughs> it's not a guarantee it's just a promise it's, it's a hey one day on the calendar I would yeah. like to marry you mm. but hey could not marry you know someone else there's a thing called runaway brides like you know i i feel i feel like people make it seem like ending relationships is the end of the world and i don't i don't like it in these contexts context is context i don't know context (laughs) it's too many words but now i feel like a snake but i feel like um yeah people need to let go of this thing that Love will find you guys. It's annoying. I I hate it too. I hate it too. Mm. But love will find you where you're at. If where mm. you're at is engaged, I'm sorry. But dragging two people down while you're still confused it just feels like all so in selfish. The name of I don't know what to do. All he had to do was sit down mm. and think about it. Think mm. about make a list if you can't <laughs> think about it. If you can't put things done compartmentalizing his head 
he needs to just write it down and the pros and cons of the decision he's about to make weigh them because up because they need to be made these decisions weren't gonna wait for him like what would have happened if he tried to speed like when was he gonna stop when it was wedding day like when when was when was it gonna stop if they hadn't get, gotten caught and I, rachel deserves better than that i think he would have gone through with it yeah with the wedding yeah and down the line rachel would have been hurt and everything but then in a few years he would try and make rachel his sneaky link <sighs> because he wants the best of both worlds and he best. wanted the fancy lady who was girl power ladylike uh all that there was gold but shit personality mm. and then down to earth the home body wholesome lovely Rachel mm-hmm. the girl I can picture with bare, barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen but I also want the hoe so I can have a stripper by night and a home a homemaker by day you can get both of these things in one person if exactly. you look hard enough True. like you don't have to do what's this what you don't this? have to manipulate and 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 sh- like that was some heavy manipulation by Dex, mm. I, I i think mm. he really went hard on because rachel don't deserve this. rachel was really in love and she's been known and i think at the time i think at the time it was kind of difficult for a woman to ask a guy out it's mm. another thing so i think she really just was waiting for him to make the move and he just never did. You know why? Because he thought they were friends. One thing about men, they think you're friends. Except the ones you don't want. All of a sudden, friendship is out of the question for them. Which is silly because friendship is always in the question. Now, to gain access to me, you need to be a good friend. Because why would you be a better boyfriend if you're a horrible friend i don't know i don't know there's no such thing there's no such thing speaking of friends and boyfriends this this movie has another layer to it that is not really revealed i mean it's not revealed until the end but i had my my suspicions we have ethan who's in the sidelines for most of this movie while all of this actual drama is unfolding he's there as like uh, Rachel's other best friend who's actually a friend genuine because yes yeah. just yeah. actually cares for her and stuff and I, I find Ethan very interesting I find him interesting because um, he's literally in Rachel's position like by the end of by the end of the movie when he finally admits that oh hey I've actually been in love with you for quite some time he is in Rachel's shoes, he's, a, he's going through exactly what she's going through, but Except she doesn't. She is the apex to the V. Yes, yeah. and she just can't. She not. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that I wanted her to like him immediately, but it felt like she couldn't extend the same courtesy that she expected from Dex when mm-hmm. she admitted it. She couldn't extend it to Ethan. She could have just sat down and thought about it because it would have saved her some serious pain. Listen, listen. What if? What if? It, by Ethan telling you, your eyes open and you realize that, hey, we could be a couple. Because I understand that not everyone sees their friends in that way until, like, maybe someone says it. And you need you need that time to, like, step out of the mindset that, that oh, this is my friend. You need that time to see this person romantically. And Rachel could have taken that time. Mm. But she just... She was too focused on Dex and Darcy getting married. She could have really just introspected and Saved meditated, hit some yoga, and yoga. told herself if this guy really wanted me, he would he would have made the effort to, you know. So, with Ethan in mind, I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think? It's so easy for us to miss when romantic love, maybe the romantic love we feel for other people. Why do you think it's so easy for us to miss it being thrust on us? And also, some question to that, in context with like Ethan versus Dex, why do you think your heart never wants the easier option? Because, like, 
Ethan was not the easier option like he was easy but like he came with less admin and less drama and less and less I think for me I, it's always the fear of, of like this relationship not working out and then now we fucked up mm. and we're not the same because we don't know how to do it but then what people don't know is you guys as friends can date and then realize it doesn't work out and you're like go back to being friends you really can it's the way you jumped into a relationship you can jump back jump out back and go out. back to friendship you know you know like i have a male best friend and um i did catch feelings for him and i let him know and we spoke about it and i took my l with grace <laughs> the grace of an elephant <laughs> in a china shop hey you'll always be better than men at taking rejection that risk is that i was super sad i went mia for about two months uh, and then but we got back to being friends like nothing happened and i was like i'm really sorry i was i was just i was i was licking my wounds and it's you just fair. have you to be okay that. with uh accepting even went to france to lick his wounds and that was some good good wound 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 le wound <laughs> Lehund, licking, you I'd know? like to go to a foreign country to lick my wounds. I want to go to Italy and lick my wounds while I eat pasta and drink delicious wine. You know? Like, yeah. Like, I think it's just it's the fear mm. of losing what we already have. It's mm. always going to be the fear. Fear is the leading factor behind all these things. Mm. We just, we're too scared. We're cowards. We're terrified. Hey, it's not terror. We're terrorists. And there's nothing that terrifies us. I've realized there's nothing that terrifies us more than romantic love. I think it's the vulnerability of it all, but also just like we to like maintain it to. Yeah, and because I feel like romantic love, it kind of it, 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 you get you you hit a high note. Yeah. And then slowly it goes down. Yeah. Slowly it goes down. But it's not because you love the person less. Mm. It's because kind of you you. Adjusting to each other, you're getting mm. more and more comfortable. Your wavelengths are now on the same length. It's not mm. boring, but now synchronization. Yeah, you synchronize. Now you have to make the choice to choose to love this person, even through the synchronized straight line. It's this not boring. It's yeah. just that you, excuse me, you get used to each other. You're working together. You yeah. get used to each other, and then the second you get used to each other, people think that's when you've lost the love. No, that's where your love is finding its stability you just have to choose to to carry on loving this person because love is a choice every day you, you wake gotta up choose it. you gotta say i you even, got to wake even up. through the snoring i'm gonna love this oh yeah what's my name I think Oh Rachel and Ethan could have worked out. They really could have could not have. worked out. Had O Rachel just chosen to give this thing an, a, a chance, mm. even if it was one date and mm. one kiss, just try it out. Yeah, because they already had more than just chemistry. They were friends for goodness sake, friends for years. They knew each other she just had to realize that she could also be in love with him yeah you can also choose to just be in love and romantic with him and you get kisses you get and kisses. you get the sexual and you get a best friend yeah you get a guaranteed good best friend mm. and a partner you know it's a win-win it's win-win, a win-win. but get go i can't tell you kids <laughs> Story got a story, movie got a movie. Ketile, ketile, indeed. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much. Rachel, when they choice are sorted. Hey, you know what makes me upset? You probably thought about this during. I waited until now. You waited until. Just share this. Thanks so much. Any cakes? joining us speaking on friendship with my bestie in a t- no, in a tizzy. we're on a rooftop balcony gazing out into the sky but if we ever find ourselves in a love week can you just oh. punch the guy 
I don't think any man in those planets is worth losing you. I, I, I think about it if I was in situations like this and I'm like, yo, uh, over friendship. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't choose a man over friendship. I, I, I. I mean, they say never say never, but I think I can say never. We are the sisterhood of traveling with It's Also, I don't think we have the same type interest in men Tell enough. Tell you're gonna get bamboozled by one man. You see, men are just... snakes. They shed and they change and they grow all the time. Choose your girl. <laughs> every 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 crossroads where it has there's a man that's surprised instead of your friend, choose the girl. Likes and dislikes time. Bam. You never thought I'd get to the likes. Well, I have some. You know why? Because I'm proving you wrong, lovers. <laughs> likes. I really liked the different versions of friendship that we got to see here. I, I've been complaining about how weak Rachel and Darcy felt as like a friendship. But I do like that it's never, it's never felt otherwise. We, were, we got this chance to be very clear on what good and bad friends look like in this film. They weren't trying to be ambiguous with it. The blurred lines here were around the morality of Rachel's actions. It wasn't a damn, maybe their friendship isn't that bad. It was like, I know, who was Rachel right or wrong? And I don't really care about whether Rachel, Rachel was right or wrong. I'm here for showing off the different kinds of friends that we'll meet and hopefully how you decide that you want nothing to do with those friends that you don't want to be around anymore. You know what I mean? I guess what I'm saying is I like the friend representation, even for the bad. I liked the core elements of rom-coms that we got here. Mm. Early 2010 movies are still very close to the early 2000s golden era that I love so much. <laughs> and they they were still trying. They were still trying to do that kind do those kinds of rom-com stuff and for that i appreciate them there was emotional distress there was secret crushes and there was just the general energy of chaotic romance you know the roots of this wonderful wonderful genre and for that i appreciate them however that's where the likes end and now we're on to the D dislikes because Zikon I don't like how this concept played out I was saying how I don't like how the story unfolded and that's kind of like the same thing it's it's so bad at telling us a good story you know what I mean like when you read the synopsis it promises to be an interesting movie you envision or you imagine it's like my best friend's wedding except the main character is in love with the fiance instead of the friend that they know actually i think that this movie would have gotten really interesting if rachel was actually in love with darcy but that would just be toxic but then wouldn't my best friend's wedding be wild if Julia Roberts was in love with Cameron Diaz instead? Sorry, I'm going to have to consult one pet about this. Anyway, back to my point. There was potential to have a good and chaotic rom-com here, but they messed it up with the order of events. Not that I wish unrequited love and just constant yearning upon leading women like i'm glad that rachel got what she got quickly fine but her getting dicks and then all this crap still being relevant was really annoying to me it was just like a 
I don't know. I wish they had left it for the end as a funny big reveal kind of thing. And also have that heightened drama all at once and then it dissipates. Because this, honey, this was slow torture. But sure, whatever, it happened. I don't like how Darcy was written. If you wanted to talk about friendships where someone is selfish or they take advantage of, of, of the other person, you could do that. You could do that, have a good movie and have a good rom-com all at the same time. It happens. But here, it feels like it felt so hollow because they only made Darcy a horrible person. So that when that as the audience we yearn for Rachel to break free or for her to stand up for herself or whatever. I don't know. If you really want me to sympathize with your lead, then just make me root for her. Like make make me believe that she's right. Not rooting for Darcy doesn't immediately mean I'll root for Rachel in opposition because, like, I have to, first of all, I have to care about these people that you're presenting to me. But that's not how it works in my brain, at least my brain. I, I feel like you should do both, tell the story and also, like, make me root for the main or just give us nothing because I really don't like this. Hmm. I can't believe that it took a whole episode for me to realize that I don't really like this film. They shouldn't have told me that Ethan loved her. You know, like, it, it really just made me so much less sympathetic about the whole situation. I'm sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> so much less sympathetic about the whole situation i'm sorry but i'm not <laughs> we reach the end of the show thank you for joining us lovers um sorry for the episode today my bad my bad but like i said earlier Helicopters in the sky. Helicopters in the sky. That's not what I said earlier. Like I said earlier, um, my week has really been bananas, like B A N A N A S. So I'm sorry, but we've made it to my favorite segment of every show. It's who's your fave? The besties in inverted commas edition. Only one of these couples ends with their intended match. So I'm very excited to see what your, what your choices will be for this week's battle. Because this week we have Hannah and Tom from Maid of Honor versus Jane and George from 27 Dresses. And yes, George is not James Marsden's character. That's a different person, and he's cute. Uh, yeah, I would have personally hated if one of these couples had ended up a success. So maybe their maybe their fallouts are for the best. But you, lovers, you have choices. You have thoughts, and I'm really interested to hear your choices and your thoughts at any given time. We'll put up the Twitter poll and the Instagram poll so you can voice your thoughts and choose the couple that you would like to see win this week's battle. If you have any other thoughts, any other feelings, feel free to DM us or mention us on our Twitter at StarringCupid. We have a Tumblr at StarringCupid Podcast that you can also follow for more content and more fun things. 
Another big thank you to my lovely special guest, my wifey, Aniqua, for being with us today. It was so, so, so fun to have her. We've been talking about doing this since the conception of the show. I don't know why it took either of us so long, but I'm always happy to have her, and you guys will definitely hear more from her all the time. I'd like to thank you lovers for being with us today thank you for listening for sharing links for all the love and support appreciate y'all next week we might not have an answer no listen hear me out life is happening as i've been saying and um as we know a big weekend is upon us so we might not have the space on the friday for the season finale but it's happening by fire by force i really need to find out what it actually says the season finale will happen i promise i will tweet updates we might have it the following monday so i'm giving people like three extra days to watch this movie we can do this we, we we can do this so i shall see you when i see you all my twitter users joining us on our space for our first i guess live show exciting stuff until then lovers be good be grand be great vaccinate a <laughs> so sorry um bye Bye, 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 bye.